0: hello my gorgeous fam this is dr day luna and you are listening to drop it like in stock podcast gotta be real with you today's episode (laughs) it's quite different you are absolutely going to want to listen up to this one if you want to be laughing and entertained for the rest of your day today i have on john beck and nikki ray Bose, and we're talking about bondas and everything related to buttholes essentially this is just a sex episode you definitely don't want to listen to this other than with headphones in because shit Get weird. hi best friends hey Well, wow. i'm so excited for this episode i'm also terrified for this episode in the best possible way. For those of you that are watching this video, I wasn't just crying. I was laughing and this is what happened. So good luck to you for watching this episode because we have no idea where the fuck this is going to go. So... I think it's important that everyone knows that you're both very respected people in the community because this podcast is going to maybe not highlight that because of how (laughs) hilarious it's going to be. So here we are, my two best friends, fam. So this is John Beck. He is a personal trainer and performer. And the reason why I adore this human for so many reasons is because John gives no fucks. You really don't give a fuck. You don't. And you will do anything to make someone laugh. You will always show up as yourself. You are comfortable with darkness, which I love. About you. And I think one of the coolest things about you is that even from the first time I met you, I've watched you show up for yourself on a daily basis and watched your body change. Not these tattoos. I'm not talking about the tattoos all over his body, Um, but like his breasts, for instance. Look at them grow in front of the camera, even. But I think it's really cool that you started out boxing and doing all these physical things, and now you're like a circus performer and you could do a deeper split than I can. So bravo to you. You are going to be a delight today. And before you start talking, I must introduce this queen as well. This is Nikki Ray Bowes. Ah, bestie. So she is my favorite yoga teacher. And you are also the owner of Reunify Yoga, my favorite yoga studio. And...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, this is true. (laughs) Today's content doesn't represent... No, it
0: does not. It (laughs) doesn't represent that at all. Um, However... One billion reasons why I love you is that you are one of the best friends that I've ever had in my life. You are... Truly, though, you are so grounded, but also able to hold space for anything. I say this as a joke, but if I was to kill a body, I would actually tell both of you because I know that you would help me and you would not judge me. John is like, ready. Tell me, what would you do with this body? Because I could tell that you wanted to say well, something about it. I was there when it.
2: you bought your first pistol. So you were... I definitely helped you get a Glock.
0: Yeah. Glock came. I was there when you
2: shot it, too. Which yeah.
0: Would you like to share feel, that?
2: uh less likely like you'll kill somebody yeah but that's okay because i'll kill them and then i'll take the body
0: exactly exactly and this is why i love you both so thank you for being here and today we're going to be talking about bondas and buttholes and i want all my viewers to know that they came up with this title they decided that this is what they wanted to discuss today <laughs>
2: bonders and i think i said but okay perfect. So, let's just clarify that was more yoga oh, yeah, yeah. you know and you. i was just like what i love to eat
0: <laughs> perfect. Funny? Perfect. Yeah. it's not it's not um Seriously. have you watched the episode of 10 things i wouldn't put in my mouth
2: um obviously not okay you, i probably put all 10 in my mouth
0: yeah you should watch it you should watch it Was yeah. buttholes on the list you should watch it. Okay. Yeah, you should watch it. That's all. I, take,
2: I do this. This really good doctor recommended that I take a worm cleanse. Yeah. So I do that like once a month, so I gotta be okay.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. You still have the pills out, like in your bathroom. You don't, but you bought yourself a placebo.
2: Placebo effect.
0: Placebo effect. <laughs> you know, like, doesn't yeah. that shit work with a lot of things? <laughs> yeah, I would say so.
2: Yeah, like getting worms out of my gut from all the ass I eat.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I've been practicing lately. So, so that's celibacy for those that don't speak uh, the guru <laughs> terms, but I'm yeah. no guru. But the guru next to me,
1: <laughs> I'm wearing a beanie to cover my greasy hair. I'm not a guru. Actually, that's, that's kind of guru. That's, that's guru. Way yeah. More
2: guru. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah.
1: And actually, it's greasy because I was
0: like doing Ayurvedic oil stuff. So. Wow. Wow. All right.
2: Yeah, it just got weird. <laughs> yeah, that just got
0: weird. No, it's beautiful. So, you know, obviously, all we want to do is talk about buttholes, but we're going to start with Bondas. I think we should start with Bondas and then expand out from there. So, Nikki. What is a banda?
1: Mm, a banda is an energy lock. Yeah, and there we have lots of different bandas we can utilize, uh, but one of them, which is very important for today's topic, is mula banda, mm. and it's just—it's not just the butthole. A lot of people kind of <laughs> just squeeze everything down there because they don't really know what's what's going on. It's actually Beginners. completely different for the male and female body which isn't instructed by most teachers. Um, for men, it's the space between the anus and genitalia, and you're pulling it up and in. And for females, you tra- travel all the way up the vaginal canal, and you pull up and in right above the cervix. So it's a different experience for both. But I would say Mula is the most like relevant for today's conversation.
0: Mulabanda, but there's other Bandhas, as oh, you yeah. say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's Uddiyana Bandha and the Peli, which so many yoga teachers like, will like, cue Uddiyana Bandha randomly um <laughs> but it's supposed to be when you're empty of breath and you carve your belly out and make yourself look really 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 skinny and then there's gel and Banda, which is when you now I cue it like you make yourself look like you have a double or a triple chin and
0: that's a lot.
1: <laughs> but some people do it like this mm-hmm. but honestly so people get used to what's happening down in the mulabanda area i teach a mudra called ashwini mudra ashwini And it's actually, should we all do it together? Yeah. They're not gonna be able to see that we're doing it. It's okay. They'll feel it. No, no, you don't have to stand up. You don't have to stand up. So what you're gonna do, everyone, take a deep inhale. And now clench your butthole as fast as you can, as many times as you can. Just the butthole. Butthole. Fast. Clenching. 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 Relax it in the next inhale.
0: How many times did you clench? I didn't count. I counted. How many times did you clench? (laughs) I was
2: queuing. i realized i was pulling up my my taint more than my oh you're like
1: you're doing yeah. volubanda instead of ashwini Maza.
2: yeah because i've been normally like i squeeze all and then i release and then i just feel that one oh. or if i'm doing the pc lock if i want to get it to wiggle inside somebody oh you know, oh yeah the wiggle, so i'm really good at that one but the asshole one i'm just totally open there so. yeah
1: yeah we'll work on your butthole I know. well
2: i can do it now if i really think about it it's just yeah. like an extra squeeze yeah you
1: know? <laughs> yeah you before, can do a whole like- yoga sequence down there <laughs> Yeah, wow there's another one that's like for the urethra so you do like Ooh. urethra butthole and then moolah and you like move, move back and forth i think well, you saw PC, me see the then. pc lock which is the urethra Where's pc stand for?
2: pelvic contraction
1: oh. so it's
2: what they start teaching if like you're trying to have like a full body orgasm or if you're a premature ejaculator not going to look at the you know producer over there <laughs> Just that was a joke total total joke i'm a producer i don't even know who he is and he's never talked to me about that that's a true statement there i don't know which camera to look at uh but the pc lock it's like you get it to like you get it to wiggle and then so like a good way of doing it like for some is you like start to pee like if you're really trying to work on it you like start peeing stop peeing start peeing stop peeing, stop peeing. that's like what i told to some of my guy friends about doing it and then you want to start working it more reps and then holding for longer periods of time. And then this is like how you can hopefully one day not be such a loser and just come everywhere and you pull it you, all up.
1: Have you orgasmed without coming?
2: So I've only had it once yeah. and like my whole body was like fucking shaking. I was like telling her, don't stop, don't stop. This is fucking amazing. Oh my God, you just can't, you're like fucking shaking. And Your just, Kundalini reps yeah, too fast. Basically. It was fucking amazing. And I just like, she was freaking out. I'm like, no,
1: no, no, don't stop, don't stop. Like. And that's great. And I didn't come. Yeah, it oh. was really awesome. Oh,
2: yeah. But it's only been once out of the many times I've tried. So. Yeah,
1: I'm actually I'm reading this book right now um, called The Tantric Orgasm for Women, and they talk a lot about how like we're all having friction sex, and mm. how there's a lot of like holding sex that we should be able to do and enjoy rather than creating as much friction as possible. And she specifically talked about how um, for men that leads to Orgasm without ejaculation, like holding postures for longer periods of time and just like breathing, but yeah,
0: yeah.
2: A a book that I give to a lot of my friends uh, that are in good relationships. I'm not looking at you, Ashley. When I say that, I'm single. I know you are single. I haven't given. I'm crying from you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the orgasmic couple is a really cool one because it starts getting into some more stuff like along those lines. It's like getting away from the friction aspect of it mm-hmm. and making other connections that are sensual and beautiful that can lead to your whole body's buzzing and the sensation of like what you were saying. I don't know yoga very well, but that Kundalini rising was just
1: rising so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. Yeah, FYI, John is a yoga teacher, but a not yoga teacher.
0: I was told I wasn't allowed to call him a yoga teacher. Yeah. So he's a personal trainer, but yeah. you're a yoga teacher. But he does torture yoga. they both do. But he he calls it torture yoga.
1: Suffering. Yeah, suffering. Suffering. Suffering.
2: Life is suffering. Life. Yeah, unless you're good at that PC lock.
1: Unless you're good at the PC lock, then there's a little less suffering. But
2: oh no, it's joy, pleasure, bliss, (laughs) nirvana, kaivalya. Right.
1: What about when the PC lock is over?
2: Then it's a very good eruption, and then it's time to nap.
1: Okay, so no suffering. All right, PC lock is the answer. Yeah. Folks, we can just stop all of our work. But I think but we're getting done,
2: getting back now. to the ashwagandha. Oh, no, that's, mo- that's my safe
0: word. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, <yeah. laughs> ashwagandha is your safe word?
2: Yeah, what do you want it to be, pineapple?
0: Ashwini Muja. Ashwini. 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 Yeah. Getting back to
2: it, yeah. Get back to that. Oh, should we? Like, to share yeah, I wanted. About that? So yeah, like oh, yeah, I would. Yeah. I really do want to learn more about that. He's squeezing oh, oh, my oh. asshole, you know. Yeah, squeezing so the I have a. I was taught from what. Well, we'll talk about one of my best friends. I can't use his name because we're not allowed to use name no names. No yeah. names. Um, but he was a very beautiful, beautiful bear of a man, and he was teaching me about when this guy was tapping his prostate, mm. and it was me and two girlfriends and my my this beautiful man. I'm not going to say his name because we don't want. He wouldn't care, but he's beautiful, <laughs> and uh, I had an orchid in my living room and he was telling us how he went to this house in palm springs and they were doing a porn and he's a very jolly man and he's very loud and like is like stumbling across his feet and stuff like you know he's like you know he kind of makes mistakes so he gets in there like be quiet the the scene's about to end and he's like fuck I don't want to touch anything like he's like really nervous but anyways the scene doesn't get ruined everything was great and then one of the guys takes him to the back room and he was like explaining it to us what the male this is what inspired me to like actually be okay with a woman giving me the prostate stimulation was that he was like looking at this orchid and he was like yeah this guy was so good he like put his finger in me and just started tapping and tapping it and it was like this little rise and we're all looking at the orchid and he's like, and it would rise and all of a sudden halfway up the orchid He's like it felt like I went underwater And all I could feel is this tap of like sensation rising and rising and we're just me and the girls are just watching Him roll up the orchid and all of a sudden he gets to the blossoming and then it was boom and we're like, oh and the girls were like, I wish I had a prostate. And I'm like, I have a prostate. <laughs> you do. Like, I need to explore this. And it was a
1: whole new world for you from that point on. Yeah, you know. Or, or is it new? Is it still well, fresh? Well,
2: prostate? it's still pretty fresh, oh, but, right. uh, you know, I'm exploring it, you know, if, if I trust a woman,
1: you know. Do you think, Ashley, as a doctor, do you think that you could stimulate your own prostate from Ashwini Mudra as much as someone else could stimulate it by
0: the slope? I mean, it's pretty yeah. deep up there. The prostate.
2: Yeah, let's see your hands, guys. How far up? Yeah, they're probably too small. I yeah,
0: that. I don't know if mine could reach. No, oh, really? and that's a lie. Mine can reach because as a doctor, I get to feel people's prostates, yeah. which when is my least favorite my next thing to or do. Orgasm? Uh,
2: I mean... You want uh, next prostate
0: or orgasm? <laughs> after this, after okay. this, I'm going to check everyone's I prostate, okay? i tell it this for a really long time. An awkwardly long time. Okay. Yeah, okay, let's <laughs> put it back. Let's put it back. But as a doctor, yeah. what you do, and it's kind of fucked being a medical student because you learn all of these things and then you have to practice and we would hire at my medical school they would hire models to come in and they would truly be people that wanted their prostates touched and they would come to the medical school yeah John sign up sign up you get paid pretty you get good paid? you get paid oh. I didn't even think for you to be this I don't know why every
2: day, every day.
0: exactly you day all day and this would be perfect for you but my little finger could reach because what your prostate should feel like if Anyone at home wants their babe to stick their finger up their butt and teach, take a feel.
2: Teach. Please teach. teach. I don't
0: know what prostate should like. feel like the tip of your nose. Oh. That is the consistency and the kind of softness to it. But, of course, people are concerned about prostate cancer. That's the only reason why doctors are sticking their fingers up your butt to feel your prostate. To see if it's lumpy, bumpy, or if anything is weird. And then there's this central sulcus that your urethra runs through. Sulcus. So, that's why if the prostate can start to get overgrown, it can impact that and lead to weird... Issues with peeing and whatnot. But if this little finger can touch a prostate, I think anyone's finger can touch a prostate, but the Ashwini Mudra, I could think that it would create some internal pressure and increase blood flow to the area, but I don't have a prostate. I've never had one tapped. So i it's hard to say. We're going to have to test it on John and see what happens. Because like, if you look at any of the books that study this stuff,
1: they all say that improves urogenital health. Yeah. Like all of those mudras mm-hmm. down there. So I'm like, what does
0: that mean? Like the flow of yeah. things? Yeah. Or- Yeah, I would say so because truly so many people sit and the pelvis is just pooling with blood and everything gets stagnant. And I mean, we don't sit that much. I sit probably the most out of us three just for my job working. But most people sit all day and they're not having sex and they're not dancing and they're not moving their hips. So doing these different mudras, it it is pumping blood and also activating relaxing muscles to turn the nerves on and off. So, yeah, I mean, to anyone that I work with that doesn't have a good libido or that doesn't have good sexual function, I ask them, are you using it? what are you doing with your pelvis
2: So I have a question to the ladies <clears throat> <It's
0: laughs> Listening? Yes, uh,
2: Sean. I mean I don't know how many men you guys have been with but like could you like be like oh look at the men that I've slept with that were actually practicing yoga and look at the men that were not practicing yoga could you on a hand be like wow the yoga ones were better in bed or it could like because of this, like it could be a study. I think, Ashley, maybe you should start a tally sheet and we can start putting <laughs> you on a, a dating website, and then we can just like do some research about this, and you can just start
1: like you know finding out. I've never slept person. with anyone who's done yoga. No, with your husband. <laughs> but that was before you started doing I, yoga. When I when I met Andy, he wasn't doing yoga. I got him to do yoga.
2: Well, did he get better? or has it always been good because he did sister? get
1: better but like also I taught him like all of us ladies do when we find a new partner we're like yeah that was great and we will slowly train you into what we want you to be hmm yeah 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 that's how, that's how every partner has been for me, no matter how great. Even if they're great, there's like, every female well, body's just, different. And just like mm-hmm. a
2: so, man, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like hey, yeah. you're sucking my dick, here, put that finger there by my taint and start pushing on it. You <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, you got two hands too, oh girl. I'm it's so like... sorry, mom, if you're watching <laughs> oh, me. <man. laughs>
0: my mom? mom, without a fucking doubt, is gonna watch this. <laughs>
2: like Her mom loves me so much, so she wouldn't <laughs> from the live streams,
1: anything from, from Uranify you know? live streams, he would swear all the time on them. She was like, you should ask that John guy to swear less. I'm like, oh, I can't. It's part of his brand.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs>
2: just fucking brands these fucking people
1: so is mandala head tat now yeah shove him on your head um T- wait so head back head down. Down. <laughs> i'm talking about oh oh yoga's.
0: <laughs> oh my <laughs> god you're welcome
1: <laughs> one at some point the shirt if it was warmer in here i think we could get the shirt to come off at some point listen
0: i think well. we just have to ask with the film rolling john can you take your shirt off
2: not happening
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well back to we'll try the later. proposed question
1: do you could
0: you tell a difference I have not gathered that data. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I A quick flash. I line. should start to date people that are mindful yeah. and that take care of their Whew. body. That's actually something that I'm currently calling in. So I'll let you know when Call that in, happens. Sister.
2: Mm. I like that.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So we don't have to laugh as much about my dating experience. But that's okay. I don't know
2: what you're talking about. I do
0: me either. I do think though, like once you
1: start practicing yoga and going into the yogic philosophy bit, like if You really are embodying that you're more open to women's feedback, mm-hmm. and because you're not immediately like, Oh, my ego's bruised, you're like, Okay, I'm open to that. And it felt a little triggery for me for you to criticize me, but I'm and then like I think the sexual abilities can be enhanced from there because like women know their bodies best, yeah. Period.
2: I mean, so I started practicing yoga like when I was 19, but it was really just like going to like a 24 class, but then I got into it like probably around. 22 23 when i broke my tibia and i would say that's like when i probably started getting into sex toys and things where before i wasn't because i was like oh what my dick's not good enough da, yeah. da, da, in my head
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, what's wrong with that it's a great tool and and it was pierced for a while you know so i was like hey you know it's i i, I added stuff to it
1: like i'm, I'm it willing up. to
2: put some ticklers on there Do you for think you your
1: urethra mudra is the same can you lift your Good urethra? Good question. Do it right now.
2: Can you lift it? I can wiggle my penis. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's the PC lock. Yeah. PC didn't affect the PC lock.
2: No, but I mean, there is Thank definitely God. a hole through my urethra going two ways, and I pee in three directions. So you plug it. I have to. It's pinch, and then I pee. Mm
0: hmm. A pinch and pee.
2: Pinch and pee, or else I'm dribbling. Yeah. And I'd be dribbling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Keeping it clean. Yeah. Stay
2: dribbling. But pee coming out of it means it's still clean because pee is what? I'm like, you're a doctor. Isn't it like clean? Doesn't it clean? Stuff? Oh, yeah. No. Pee is
0: not fucking clean. <laughs> so you can't drink
1: pee. All right, all right. Let's let, break let, the yogi rumor about drinking pee.
2: First pee of the morning. I had a friend that said he did it.
0: Mind blowing to me that people still think that they Ayurvedic. can drink their urine. Ayurvedic. So many people do this. Okay, let me just Ayurvedic. break Ayurvedic. this down for you. Is it actually, is it actually Ayurvedic? It is. It, it, like it's a spiritual practice. Oh, it is. It it is, is. Some people even think it's anti-cancer and people will straight up do it as a cancer treatment which makes do they get better? No, they don't get better because in urine. What urine is, it is the filtering that your kidneys have done to clean out your blood. So all of your water-soluble toxins are concentrated in your urine. There's all sorts of stuff in your urine that I would never drink unless I was about to die and you I had want- no other liquid to drink. That's the only reason that I could ever think that I would consider she drinking my own lick pee. An
2: so like who are we <laughs> really talking to?
0: No, I don't want to lick a butthole either.
2: Okay. Well, there are some no. of the spiritual guys you're gonna connect with.
0: Yeah, it's fine. They can move to the side. Um, But yeah, I would not drink. Yeah, they can move to that side, John. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We'll see. Uh. So yeah, please don't drink your urine. Um, If you do drink your own urine, definitely tell the person that you're about to kiss that you drank your urine. Because that's a little gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um I have
2: to tell my partners that I have herpes every time. So I mean thinking if I had to tell them that they had to I drank my pee it might not be as hard. Yeah. That's that, that like goes away after a day, you know, but you know the gift have that was given to me. Yeah, it doesn't go away.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> your heart wow. feel good? That, huh? so hey, good?
2: Healing happens through speaking.
1: I know. So I know.
2: You gotta speak. That's about why it.
1: you speak through your entire <laughs> yoga class. <laughs>
2: I don't teach yoga
1: you don't you're tortured yoga class right it's
2: not it's just we hang out and we discuss life
1: chit chat we do listen to usher sometimes yeah sometimes Disney songs Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah sometimes Uh, thrice
2: late night breaks like here the tires
0: can't stop so so I spin spin the the wheel my world goes black before I
2: feel an angel lift me from this i love that John song David. so much John i love David. that song
1: so much as well oh,
2: she doesn't even know that I song, know that song wow it was a-o for yayo
1: okay <laughs> I, I honestly listened to nicotine on the way over here i was
2: like getting pumped i was yeah, like all right and i just saw she didn't know the i'm a pisces but i'd rather be a killer whale song so i was listening to it i'm about to send it to her so she actually knows what real astrology is
0: yeah good thank god <laughs> very important <laughs> very important so there's definitely
2: uh, a misconception of what astrology is
0: do you want to talk about that a little bit
2: um, can I play a song?
0: No, I don't oh. think we can do that at oh, this yeah, point.
2: Because, yeah, we don't have rights. Yeah. Well, no, I don't
1: want to talk
0: about <laughs> Okay, that's fine. We don't have to talk about it at all. <laughs> it's totally fine. We can go back to the Bondas and buttholes. Yeah. I'll talk about Bondas again. Honestly, something that I really didn't realize was going
1: to happen after I gave birth, which I gave birth six months ago i was like so afraid to do moolabanda again oh. I, after giving birth i was like i just want to pretend everything down there doesn't exist for a few months and then we'll come back to it
0: mm.
1: and yeah those fears were slightly valid
0: yeah but do you want to speak to a little bit of the fear
1: oh yeah let's talk about it um well first of all women who are watching female bodied humans who are watching this podcast if you've pushed a baby out of you wow incredible i now look around at all of the beings that did that and i'm just like oh, insane and after i did it one i had anal fissures
0: <laughs> whoopsies
1: for a very long time for those of you who don't know what anal fissures are um well after uh active labor i had a very long active labor we don't need to go into that no there was um what was told to me was like a cauliflower of hemorrhoids down there i didn't want to look myself because i refused because we're talking we're talking about holes right now yeah we are i just did i was like i had my doula just take a look my midwife take a look i just didn't want to know and they healed themselves thank god but they turned into fissures which are like anal tears like scar tissue kind of like it's tears It's like paper it's cuts literally- paper cuts around your anus and every time sorry there's so much information about my body but it's healed now luckily every time you poop it feels like you're pooping glass and i hope someone who is watching this has anal fissures and feels somehow validated in their experience because it is the most intense pain and you go through it every day and i had to like coach myself through it like i was like this is with like crazy outlandish yoga philosophy stuff i'm like this is karma you're burning karma off this is tapasya like you have the willpower to like take this poop again today i was dying for four and a half months and so i didn't want to do any of my mula Bana practice anything which actually now that i look back on it, it probably would have helped because mm. it probably would have strengthened pelvic floor mm. but i just didn't want to like look at that space at all with my awareness because it hurt yeah so yeah back to the Banas and ball holes straight into it
0: Yeah, straight into it. Hemorrhoids and fissures. And it is so common for people to get hemorrhoids and fissures even outside of pushing a human outside of your body. And it's truly just from the pressure that is in the pelvis. And so many people that I work with are just straight up constipated too. And what will happen is if things aren't being cleared out, there's just so much pressure in the veins of your body that they pool. So a good sign that you can maybe get a hemorrhoid is if you get a lot of varicose veins and if your veins start popping out and pooling because then that kind of works its way up from the feet all the way into the butt and then you could get a hemorrhoid. So super, super common. Um, It can be a reason why people's butt itch as well, which is funny because I just did an episode on that, and it's not always worms. It could be a hemorrhoid. Itchy, um, itchy, bum, bum. itchy, itchy, bum, bum. <laughs> exactly. My number one fan. I love you. And also, I just want to touch on that. You are truly one of the strongest people that I know, and I think that the fact that you are expressing how badly that hurt speaks to the pain that you endured every time that you just wanted to do a little poopalas every time.
1: Okay, and then, you know, Dr. Google send mm. you on a tangent and i was like looking up i'm like okay what if i have anal fissures for life like what do i have to do and there's apparently some like sphincter surgery i'm like i don't want to get surgery on my
0: sphincter nah. you know about that i mean you could surgically sew anything to get that i think they
1: like cut your sphincter i don't i know nothing i know nothing. yeah
0: I, i've never cut open a sphincter oh, before yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's a thing apparently but yeah
1: turns out i just needed to take a laxative for seven days
0: there we go <laughs> yeah soften it up soften it up don't need to push I it out of there that the whole time yeah. Stool softeners. You can get fissures anywhere, though. You can actually get vaginal fissures.
1: I mean, does that happen during, like, really aggressive sex?
0: It could happen during aggressive sex. It can happen from a yeast infection that gets really bad. You can get vaginal fissures. No. Yep. Um, You can get it from all sorts of friction or just discomfort down there. But... Friction sex. Friction. What's mm-hmm. then? That's rub it up apparently people 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 <laughs> so yeah i work with a lot of people on pelvic floor health and it's something that not a lot of people are comfortable even bringing up and another reason why you're both on this podcast yeah. because we will talk about anything it's too much and to people need to much. know yeah
1: I, unfortunately like all my students now will know about my butthole
0: that's okay it's cool
1: uh I've so been there yeah not in your butthole <laughs> but like you know talking openly so question. Please, babe. <laughs> oh, parties in my butthole. Uh question. So anal fish or is it is it fissures or fissures? Potato patata. Fissure fissures, fissures. Um, does it mean weak pelvic floor or strong overly tense pelvic floor, or could it be either? I think You're it could be like
2: creating them or
1: Yeah, like uh how does it <clears throat> like to heal them? Like yeah. what could cause them? What could heal them? Does it have anything to do with pelvic floor strength?
0: I think it has more so to do to the tissue itself rather than the muscles underneath the tissue and that tissue being fragile and just how much pressure has to go on to, again, give birth, but then also just the pressure as all that tissue is healing. So I think it more so has to do with the surface rather than the muscles underneath it. But pelvic floor imbalances can lead to all sorts of shit, all sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, we know. Okay. I'm I'm going to overshare more. I'm going to overshare more. Thank you. After okay, it's getting better now. But after I gave birth, whenever you know you you, you never do this in class. But I don't. I, you never do this in class. And I don't think that's why. Thank you, John. Gotcha. Um, so when I would lift my right leg, and you know how all teachers tell you to stack your hips? Yeah,
0: I never and do that. do that. You yes, never you know. do that.
1: I started sucking up air in there. Oh, wow. Like I would like stack you my hips. It. And it'd be like... <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was like. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would, and it feels really intense. Yeah. And you know, as soon as you level out the hips. It's got to, whatever ca- came in has to come out. It's okay. Out in <laughs> That's what I say when people fart in my yoga class, but now it should be what I say when people queef. Yeah. Too. And it's getting, it's getting better, but I've been scared to stack my hips ever since that happened. The like second time I did yoga after giving birth.
0: Mm-hmm. And is
1: that from all the pelvic floor muscles being stretched out? Yes. Okay. So tell me what the pelvic floor muscle musculature looks like and like what happened? Like but with, I with just, your hands. I with just, my like hands. Yeah, gaping so. hole. <laughs>
0: so the pelvic floor muscles they Please kind of wrap be. around both the anus Maybe and can. the urethra so they there's some muscles that I want to do this so that you can see this with my yeah, hands yeah, wanna, some how can I <laughs> do this some muscles done. Done wrap around the two holes like this so then when you squeeze them it Compresses them and closes them. Yeah. But then there's some muscles that are layered this way as well to create stability in the other plane. So any of those can be weak and imbalanced. And fun fact I'm actually going to my first pelvic floor therapist tomorrow just to see what's going on down there for fun because I'm so interested in all this shit. For fun. For fun. Yep. For fun, John. Mm hmm.
2: Just that was.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm not blushing you're blushing
1: i'm I'm not not
0: blushing blushing. (laughs) when i blush i don't blush i cry so that i'm not tearing right now i'm not tearing i cried before this episode and in the beginning i've teared a lot but right now i'm doing good doing good.
1: good okay back to the gaping hole
0: <laughs> back to the gaping oh. hole yeah <laughs> it's a pelvic floor weakness this
1: it's a pelvic floor weakness yeah and then pelvic floor can slowly build that strength so then i can stack my hips again
0: oh 100 percent. i mean any muscle can be trained and retightened. tightened and think about it i, I mean agree. your whole body opened up yeah to create space for all new life so your muscles change your ligaments opened up
2: cute new life <gasps> remy <Ramming>. not reiki <laughs> not
0: reiki <laughs> his name's <Okay>. not reiki <laughs> i would be disturbed if you named your baby reiki oh we wouldn't be
1: friends anymore yeah
0: it would we would end there you know there's a
1: lot of talk these days about cultural appropriation i'm already a white woman who owns a yoga studio was not about to name my baby reiki
0: yeah no it doesn't make sense (laughs) but
1: (laughs) rammy
2: was adorable
0: Mm -hmm. exactly exactly so yes i have full faith that you will be able to not queef when you stack your hips in down dog but you know you were also like i just connected that's fine. You know, with you, you are a unicorn, and I am not sure. Wait, can a butthole queef? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Wait, no, wait no, instead back, of fart? Back instead back of fart? Day, like, like, yeah. You and Aaron. yeah, yeah. I had friends
2: that would like suck in and push out, and they could just constantly fart. Yeah, it boys. Was, like, yeah, it's like when we were in like fifth grade, everybody'd be like, Look <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it just happened and we'd just always be laughing. But that was like elementary school.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised Ashwini Mudra doesn't do that actually, now that I think about well, it. Well,
2: I have plan a question. So there's like one you. of those doubties that they told me in India to put a straw up my butt and then sit over a thing of water and then suck up. So that would be Ash- that would be teaching that Ashwini Mudra. Yeah, mm-hmm. so when I was doing that and I was just like sitting there and just like pull up and then you squirt it back out. You pull up, you squirt it back out. Mm. I was just trying to get my butthole clean, but That's Ashwini Mudra.
1: Did you wipe with your hand when you were in India?
2: No. I'm sorry. There's some things I could not do.
1: Oh, yeah. So did you bring toilet paper?
2: Well, they had toilet paper. I mean... At
1: the Ashram? Yeah. At the Ashram. That's nice. We had to... If we wanted to use toilet paper, we'd have to go out into town and get our own. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't because I wanted to like...
2: That's so sick. Yeah. Way to go. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: wanted to try it. Think about it. No waste. No waste. No waste. I know. That's. I was like, if every toilet has a bidet there.
2: I oh, know they have mine a, have
1: a day. Really, mine had the mine... bucket situation.
2: Oh, oh mine not a bucket and wow. a. They really day. did you good. Mine, I had like the <laughs> penthouse suite overlooking Mother Ganga. Wait, are you serious? Yes, straight up. I got oh. one of the nicest rooms. Of like, course, he did. I mean, I had no ceiling, so the monkeys would come in at all. Oh, There's
1: okay. Room. Mine had a ceiling, but there were a lot of mosquitoes. Mm. Yeah, no, but like it's, I it's, had like a big bucket and then a little bucket and then you pour use your right hand to grab the bucket of water and then you pour that down your back and then you use your left hand to wipe while you pour the and that's what that water. bar of
2: soap in there is for
1: two bars of soap oh. one bar of soap for your left hand one bar so that's for your- awesome wow sorry and then you have to use your right hand to eat yeah yeah yeah. Wow. So that's how I kept my butthole clean in India. Nice, it's very but important for us. To know honestly, this. I feel like my butthole was cleaner then than it just... is now. Yeah, well, water.
2: Think Americans are disgusting. When I go over to somebody's house, I walk into their bathroom. The first thing I do, and I see if they have a bidet. And if they don't have a bidet, I look for their wet wipes. And if they don't have wet wipes, I judge the shit out of there
0: Well, maybe they're not having someone their... lick their butthole, bro. Yeah.
2: It doesn't matter. How are you walking around with fucking dingleberries in your ass all day? That's fucking <laughs> gross. <laughs> like shit in your pants. Let's go. Come on now, people. Well, every maybe... other country has bum guns or bidets. Bum guns. Uh, us in America, we're like, we're too good. <laughs> Let's just have shit in our pants. <laughs> Today's <laughs> episode sing.
0: by Tushy. Sponsored by Tushy. <laughs> well, no, <it> have, <laughs> the there's so many bidet. different ones. Yeah. But,
2: I mean, plus, who doesn't like a rim job every time they fucking sit down and take a shit?
0: Mm. Okay. I got I love I my spray gun. Okay. So, okay. So, like, everyone that watches this outside of you, because you don't watch my podcast, which is fine. Um knows that i don't lick buttholes not into it not into it question see would you lick someone's butthole and then kiss them
2: i mean have i would you definitely yeah have i 100 percent. in the moment of passion you know and like whatever like as the french would say it's all about the passion
0: it's all about the passion <laughs> just being
2: in the moment
0: yeah perfect like, french
1: accent yeah. Yeah. almost as good as your sanskrit Wee oui, we oui. <laughs>
2: that's pretty bad too uh to all my french friends out there uh wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> i have a lot of french friends yeah um <laughs> Is that really that funny? Just, Jesus.
0: You as a whole. <laughs> well, I, know. I think I just reread myself a little. <laughs> we pelvic the floor. We got to strengthen that up, yeah, baby girl. I know. Sweeney
1: Josh. Sweeney Mujar, Sweeney Mujar. So you
2: think that... Oh, never mind. I won't go with that one. Why? I was just...
1: <laughs> okay. Do you, what, okay, what kind of disease could you get like a certain disease from kissing? What's like? What would be the? Someone came into your office. You're like, up. Oh, they definitely. Well, they're probably definitely question, like they're
2: bottle like, and kissed him Well, I mean, like, have you kissed a man after sucking his dick?
0: Oh, I can't answer these questions on air. <laughs> oh, oh, what? The fuck?
1: Only you will put yourself out on the table, John. What? Yeah. I'll suck. I mean, i <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
0: no, No,
2: what i'm trying to say is like hey if a girl's doing me like and then she goes up for a kiss i'm gonna kiss her yeah like fuck you're just
0: not
2: gonna be, be like, a like yeah. i'm clean like maybe i went to the gym it's a little salty whatever really
1: like, no shower after the gym i mean okay I mean, yeah,
2: but like i mean like you know <laughs> back in the day when i date somebody we go to the gym and work out and then like you're just watching them the whole time you're just getting more fierce and fierce inside you and that animal printing you like Take them home and yep. just like rip Another off time. the fucking clothes. Like, blah, 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 blah. Love, passion, friction, no friction. Yeah. Yeah, yum. Just hold them, put yep, them in yep. your lap, insert, <laughs> and then you'd be like, yep, you yep. start kiggling, I'll start PCing. Let's see what happens. And I'm doing it right now.
1: On the motorcycle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a
2: really hard, that's a hard seated position. You're in. Right. Yeah, yeah. That would be hard to do. But, um,
1: but other things on the motorcycle. Are you For sure? those of you who don't know, yabiam is a position you do in tantra.
2: Where, where... so you see this uh, tattoo? Oh, yeah. Camera right there. Where's the camera at? So um, in Nepal, this picture has his nutsack hanging out from being inserted into Vajra Yogini. Um,
0: never notice this
2: tattoo. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever notices this tattoo, but it's my favorite. I did. Uh, I noticed it. And tattoo. so this is the Yab Yum Chakra Sambhara and Vajra Yogini, his consort, are inserted and they are doing the PC lock and and practicing what Tibetan Tantra of wisdom and compassion is coming together. Wow, and I think then, so tattoo. It, sure. Yeah, mine too. And then I remember the Mine's tattoo. Mine's a woman on his neck. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Shri, my tattoo artist goes as he's designing the picture and he drew the nuts on my arm mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, yeah. This little Nepalese guy that I'll go back to have finished the rest of my arm. And I was like, Shri, I already have a set of balls. We're not putting a set on my arm. And he was really sad about that.
0: Oh, I'm sad. He really
2: wanted to put a nut sack on my arm. But then I'd feel like it was back in like the fraternity days when you pass out with your shoes on and then all of a sudden somebody draws a dick on your face.
1: Oh, like, except uh, for life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: except for life. And I did it purposely without being blacked out drunk with my shoes on. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, nah, we'll, we'll take that trauma away for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. So, Yab Yum is just the seated position that they teach about breathing. So you, you'll be pulling in what we were talking about the pc lock kegeling and then you'll be breathing your belly into their belly your heartbeat into their heartbeat oh my god is the producer getting turned on right now because i'm feeling a little hot should i stand up i don't think i should stand up (laughs) (laughs) the producers wow
1: (laughs) (laughs) john (laughs) one rule not to pull in the producer can't help him oh yeah Uh,
0: he's followed the other rules pretty well though so we'll give you that we'll give you that okay There's a lot of things. Well, I didn't even get to answer the question that you asked me about. If you lick someone's butthole, what could happen? I just want everyone to know that any STD that you could get in one area, like your butthole is right there. So just throwing that out there. But my issue is the parasite thing. And also just because of how much shit literally comes out with your shit. I would like to think that vaginas are perfect. and I Yeah, they are.
2: 100%. They're perfect. Beautiful.
0: They're gorgeous. Little flowers. I I love them.
2: If God did anything correct, it was making that.
0: I agree. I yeah, agree with that. Yeah. And a penis looks strange, but still.
2: Totally. But the I'm penis not into is him. still like the I'm outside of him. the
0: body, right? So, yeah, it's still the outside of the body. John, it's a cactus.
2: <laughs> I was just feeling it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a little sharp there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a fan, but a lot of just people shame. are fans. And it's okay. It's okay. You're into what you're into and you're not what you're yeah, not. You know?
2: Teach your own. Let your freak flag. Fly, you know, but don't hurt anybody.
0: But just don't hurt anybody. Yeah. yeah. Don't judge. It's no. okay. No judging, no and hurting. Everybody's
2: got their own taste in their mouth. Some of it's butthole.
0: Exactly. Some people, for some people, it's urine.
2: Golden showers. Yeah. I Learned about that in Germany.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that's like a thing in the clubs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The Berlin. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, people all pee into, like, all the pee I'm travels down that. into a big thing, and, and then people, people just go in and showers. shower in it. Yeah. Oh girl, you got to update your Dude. kink level, what girl.
1: Is what is that club called? Uh,
2: oh my
1: god, Andy's so ashamed of me right now. It's okay. uh, no,
2: I'd be ashamed of you if I was your wife too. Wife. It was a joke. Yeah. You got that?
1: I did Wow. Can't remember. It's okay. Yeah, I don't remember the name.
2: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah, and it's got like levels of
1: kink. And they don't let you in if you're unless you're like kinky enough. So you wait in line huh. for like 4 or 5 hours they test if you. they you if you look vanilla, they're like, "No." And you can't come in
0: see the issue is that i don't look vanilla but i might be vanilla
1: well then you get in and yeah
0: get i would get in. in it's all of it i would be able to get and in these dark, you get to dark a rooms. Voyeur.
2: do you know what that means
0: i don't even know what a voyeur is what's oh. a voyeur
2: somebody who likes to watch
0: i don't want to watch no but you the might be like, are going. one eye open okay know? i want to
1: watch you want to watch yeah i'm like there's from a medical standpoint i'm curious and it's just wild even if you're not gonna get turned on like it's wild all all human kink expressed freely in one place like yeah what? plus probably some speed nuts some wow speed
0: <laughs> some speed
2: yeah. which by the way the only good ecstasy pills are the ones mixed with speed let's be real <laughs> <laughs> i haven't known them in a long time you know Bond can't do drugs and anymore, drugs but yeah yeah we don't need to get into sobriety but yeah. that was a great path
0: yeah that was a great path I think that Was a great path for you
2: thank you guys yeah. i'm very grateful for that too yeah, well. i'm grateful
0: to have witnessed it yeah even though part of me wishes that i saw you a little before just just to like experience she, it
2: as a boyer. she experienced my pot smoking i mean like i quit everything up to weed and her and andy came over and i was like rolling blunt after blunt and they're fucking asleep on the ground I'm like
1: you guys want another one they're like we can't even move my- Mine. <laughs> me and andy each took like one or two hits we're like okay let's go on our date now like we were all gonna go to the circus or something oh that one and john was like i'm gonna roll one more blunt i'm like oh we can't have any more. he's like oh this is gonna be for me <laughs> just for me yeah i mean it was impressive yeah yeah
2: and then this this story is really funny because we go to dinner with my old clients that mm-hmm. are like 76 and 78 and uh, Andy is high out of his mind. Like
1: can barely open his eyes. Barely,
2: Andy, Andy's my partner, by the way. Yeah, partner, husband, <laughs> wife, whatever you want to call him. Um, and Andy can barely open his eyes, and he's pretty much speaking German because he doesn't know how to speak English right now. And like we're we're at this. I'm like, ordering for him. Like that's how bad it is. <laughs> but we're, we get the to-go boxes. <laughs> we get the to-go boxes, and they bring out this little to-go box that's a little box like this big to put the leftover rice in. It's It's literally the tiniest fucking little thing you've ever seen. And (laughs) it... just can't, hold, he's trying to be professional because it's my clients and he just loses it. He just cannot handle this little rice box that this little Chinese restaurant like get brought out. It was so dinky, like your pinkies could pick it up and he just lost his shit. And then I lost my shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of how like we were before this episode. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. kind of like before
0: the episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're you guys fine. telling
2: me the rules that I can't, the things I can't say and bring up. Yeah. Correct. Yeah.
0: So far we're good. We're doing really yeah. good, I think. Yeah. It's pretty aggressive this episode, Um, but it's, I think we're doing really good. It's all about honesty. It's all about honesty. That's why we're here. That is why we are here.
1: Okay, let's let's bring it back to bondas a little bit. Not Malabanda. Okay. Okay. No, please. I'm thank you Maha for guiding Banda this. Now. Are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Malabanda? <laughs> I got her. <laughs> you got her. But
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. It is. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I'll do it during breath work. Like I'll do breath work tonight, and then yeah, you like, will. I hold my breath out. I'm you like, do I do. I do them yeah. all. Yeah, do, do them all. I'm like, so Malabanda. Like, hey, Malabanda.
1: What's the? What's the? From a scientific standpoint, uh-huh. what's the benefits of carving out your belly as much as you can and sucking all the fat in? Cause for those of you watching, that's Uriana Banda and it's also a part of Mahabanda. where you just carve the belly out and make yourself like skinny, skinny, skinny. What's the what's the benefit of that?
0: I would think that it's just creating a very strong pressure upwards.
1: pushing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's moving. Because your diaphragm is locked in, mm-hmm. your heart and your lungs sit right on top of that, mm-hmm. and your diaphragm's creating that cavity mm-hmm. and that separation, you know? So then as it's pulled up, everything is just getting a little push. So I would mm-hmm. think with that happening, just from a physiology standpoint you're pushing out a lot of old air Mm -hmm. that has been in like the base of your lungs because we don't actually exhale out all of our exhale with each breath a lot stays in the reserve so you're pushing extra of that out but also your heart has this casing around it that is fascia and it can stretch with an inhale and contract with an exhale so you're kind of pushing all the blood all the extra breath out
1: Mm. so
0: i would think it's quite cleansing i've never done a study on this but Oh. That's what I would think.
1: Yeah, they say like, so the mula bandha is to get energy to move upward and then the uriana bandha also can get energy to move upwards and then the throat lock pushes it downward. Yeah.
2: And we're trapping
1: it. Everything in. here. Mm-hmm. Um, to what? To, to stimulate the fire.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: To... F- stimulate digestive fire. You went to Ayurvedic school as well, right?
0: I don't know if we could call it Ayurvedic school, but I went to India and studied Ayurveda, but it's hard to say what that was. Did,
1: they, did you bond you there? Yeah, as well. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. It's it hard like to say.
2: Push on your taint like they did on me, like mm-hmm. I had to get naked and they like tap my taint.
0: Well, you know, I'll once again try. I must remind you that oh, I don't, don't have like, a I don't have a prostate. So that didn't happen there. No, but we did a whole lot of pachakarma. These
2: have nerves and they feel great. No, I
0: don't have a prostate, I
2: said. I know, we know, but we're
0: going back to the taint your taint, taint being licked is it close to my butthole <laughs> that I <laughs> yeah I know it's, it's aggressive <laughs> <laughs> it was you had no you
1: had to answer the question like that's I'll answer I... any question
2: okay. yeah but I mean like the taint's fair game that's clean come on unless there's a little hair there but like that can be shaved or washed yeah, yeah, that's a nerve ending. She's
1: like, I'll answer any questions. Sensational. I'm not answering this question. Sensational.
2: <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, what if the guy's getting a little sloppy with his tongue and it's going a little low? Like, are you going to be like, no? Oh my god, that feels good, but no, it's near my butt, or like, you're just going to accept it?
0: <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, what I can imagine my body doing is going <clears throat> like squealing and contracting and wiggling away mm-hmm. because it's ticklish. Mm-hmm. It's ticklish, but tickles are just overactive nerves. Is it something? ticklish
1: for you? Hmm. Yeah, kind of, but I just soften into it. Mm. It's like instead of being like, "Ah," I'm like, and instead of reacting, then there's like that inner experience instead of the outer Mm.
0: reaction. Mm. I'm having the outer.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) she's ready to
0: run. She's like, "Ah." yeah, I'm having the outer. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's okay.
1: And bidets—they give you the same "Ah," feeling. No, okay.
0: So it's about water versus a tongue
1: true it's very different oh true <laughs> he had to really go there he had to go there i was just
0: yeah exactly exactly you gotta feel what it feels like exactly mm-hmm. oh my gosh whatever phenomenal
2: thanks for being my friends guys
0: anytime i feel
2: like i can be authentically myself without being judged
1: <laughs> do you think you can have an orgasm from bondas?
2: i don't know like you know without a sexual partner yeah you know as like we study these books of energy and stuff like i can only speak on the real like that's what i tell people like you know like i was searching for that full body orgasm Mm -hmm. and then like one moment i'm like well this like it's only happened once as i was practicing and doing like i was like this has got to be it but do i know if it's it it's the only thing that i can associate with it being as close as it can um so as we get into these practices like and being authentic with it like I don't know you know yeah. i can't i can't say because i haven't had that experience yet it's like when people talk about using energy to do certain things i'm like i don't really believe in it because i haven't had that experience yet like and so um so i can't say that it's not possible you know but like i haven't had that experience so i don't know but i definitely practice like because i do the holotrophic or transformational breath work every single week and i'll lock my bondage and It'll give me different experiences and different like feelings and sensations i wouldn't say any of them are orgasmic but i would say they're like they lead to different yeah pleasurable mm-hmm. i get sure. like pleasure
1: tremors yeah sometimes like holding banda's long periods of time like huh, and it yeah. feels like yeah you tremor and stuff but it's not exactly the same as like an orgasm yeah
2: and i mean i'm a little jealous of you women because i think you guys have like an incredible sensory palette like you could call it like where you guys are able to connect with sensation a little bit better maybe not ashley but you for sure uh what was that yeah you're you're blocking yourself girl but we won't get into that uh
1: (laughs) we're getting into it obviously but
2: but what i'm trying to say is that um you know i've taught breath work for a long time and women have been like i was having an orgasm during that class and i'm like i'm so jealous like in my head i'm like i've heard this multiple times like when i was in india i was sharing the breath work because i wasn't really stoked on the ashram that i was at and i remember my friend from london she had to like stop and she was like rolling around and i was like danny what's up Dan- i mean i can't use real names well nobody will know who she is so who cares but then i was like danny what's wrong? And she's like, I'll tell you after class. And then like everybody left and she's like, John, I was literally about to explode with like an orgasm. It was just so powerful and stuff. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. So every week I'm like, <laughs> 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 I start vibrating, I'm like trying to push it down. Danny
1: did it, I can do it. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so I, I mean, I think it's awesome the the women, that you guys have this ability to, you know, you guys might be better with energy. You guys might have this deeper connection that I can't say that I've ever been able to experience. But from the teachings that I've been able to taught and stuff and the women being open with me after certain classes, they've definitely told me of these, like, like you're saying, like, can you have an orgasm through breath work? Well, yeah, these women can. Can you through mudra? I don't know, but I'm thinking that maybe a woman who's more centrally Adapted to her body and can feel like these subtle sensations can create that energy in them. You know, like some women are just like, you touch their leg, they're like, orgasming. Oh my God, it's so amazing. And then other people are just like, nothing. You know, it just depends on, like, we're talking about openness, right? Like, you're like dropping into the sensation as your taint's getting licked. Like, okay, that's ticklish, but wow, oh, you know, melting into it. That's what I took as
1: it. That is it. So, thank you for imitating me during my sexual experience. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. uh You're supposed to imitate me. Don't. Worry. Yeah.
0: Worms. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> why kissing you after? To... <laughs> the squiggly wiggly.
1: The squiggly wigglies. Knowledge um, knowledge is power.
0: Yeah. yeah I so. have a lot of
1: parasites we found out. So. Yeah, I mean same. <laughs> Everyone does. John barely even took the cleanse. You know, I learned from this tantric book that both men and women bodied humans, male and female-bodied humans, have both a positive and negative pole. And for women, the positive pole is the breasts and the negative pole is the vagina. And for men, the negative pole is the chest and the positive pole is the penis, obviously. And so, like, that's why when women, when, when women and men, or male body and female-bodied humans come together, there's this like exchange of positive and negative poles. But also because you have your own positive and negative pole, this is really heady. When I listened to it, I thought it was stupid, but now reiterating, and here we our are. Podcast. I have something to share when you're um, done with this. That you can create that circuit within yourself, and I would think that would lead to a self-induced orgasm without touching yourself. If you were like created that inner circuit, but I have no idea. And yeah, just a little share
2: i mean i'm rubbing my nipples if i'm masturbating i'm tickling my nipples and rubbing my tank nipple clamps clamps. i mean i have those but sometimes you know you don't want to take out all the toy boxes just for like you know self-pleasure it's for other people
0: make sure you're sanitizing your toys everyone i don't know if john does and he reuses them on everyone (laughs) (laughs) wow can't like yeah, you, is...
1: yeah, you just throw them in the infrared light sauna? Can't yeah, you throw them in the infrared light sauna? <laughs> Can you tell them I got it? because was speechless. It was speechless. I thought and we got gules. I was like, wait, wait. I'm pretty sure I'm she just I'm the mediator, the and I think here. he's putting the toys in the infrared sauna, which yeah, well, is bacteria killing, right? First of killing, all, right? first like of you all just, thank
2: you very much. Okay. Uh, I love I definitely clean my toys. That's disgusting. I
0: just didn't make sure all, you clean them. Yeah, but <laughs> you said
2: you definitely said I use them on everybody. Not everybody is okay with them, first of all. Okay. And so sometimes I have to go why do I have so many toys? Is like a lot of women are not okay with them being used. So I'm like, okay, let's go to a sex shop and buy a new one.
0: Good. Good. So, you know, I'm so pleased and, to hear that. And
2: and so third, I thought we weren't supposed to throw anybody under the bus, but we already you did know the
0: Oot worms thing, so it's everything's off. You just imitated me and jumped into a wall, John. I love you.
1: <laughs> Back to the mediator. I'm so glad I was allowed to bring this chai because it like, me helped me sip through a lot of uh No
0: me too. tense moment. No, it's really good. It's really
1: good.
2: But yes, I love toys. And they're good. all clean. Just good. let you know.
1: I'm happy that do they are cuz STDs go rampant. weaken or strengthen your pelvic floor.
0: I think it would depend on the toy
1: how, or on how they're being used. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Of course. Yeah
1: so like how about vibrators if people gentle. use vibrators a lot we've, we've all heard the stories
2: like no but we've already i mean well i guess not everybody heard through it but like if you're being rough and using the vibrator all the time it, i've heard it does desensitize desensitize like and i've talked to a lot of partners and stuff about that and like some of them it's harder for them to orgasm after they've had you know like since they've had shitty boyfriends prior used a lot of vibrators and that's desensitized them to certain things mm. so but from doing Muay Thai like circus like my nerve endings have definitely died from doing stuff but then as taking breaks that my nerve endings definitely grew back so my question to the doctor is like maybe being desensitized in certain areas of the the clit as we know the clit is not just the little hood no, we it know is, the not. Clit is a very big Push nerve Exactly. Yeah, that it's huge and idiots that don't know that are just fucking
1: idiots correct yeah or they're learning or they're learning and we'll maybe google
0: it after you know what's the, the funniest thing is that some men will tell their woman that they don't have a clip what yeah
2: it's like telling a man he doesn't have a penis exactly but it
0: happens all the time i can't even tell you how many women that i work with don't orgasm or have not orgasmed from their partner or even themselves and mm. it's just like this disconnection but also yeah i mean people don't even know that the the clit is under the hood let alone that there's a whole other body well, to the g-spot it G spot is the clit it is that,
2: you know that's just the back end of it it is know? so no worries i love books I and i love do. women you do yeah
0: you love them both yep yeah. mm-hmm. wow why g-spot? did it get so quiet i think we were all just thinking
1: i was thinking about the g-spot yeah yeah and i actually just learned about how it i didn't even know it was part of the clip mm-hmm. really?
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i just learned it from that that book, that book? That nice book? no way that's yeah.
2: awesome congratulations thank you
1: thanks yeah. yeah so g-spot is part of the clit it is yeah. turns out yeah, yeah part of the
0: body
2: and then you know like with women and anal really like that when women some women can orgasm through anal believe it or not but that's just because of the pressure from the backside of the clitoris from the the ass that it's going and touching and rubbing but you don't like butthole stuff but we're talking about buttholes we are talking
0: about buttholes so, it's, so like it, it can be on the table
1: here yeah. i've
2: had a lot of partners to orgasm through anal it's like you get that magic wand which if you don't know what a magic wand is magic wands are awesome because they're really long with a huge vibrating head so like it takes away the awkward reach around oh wow I mean, all of, it's great for men too like you're doing it you put it on your taint and asshole a little two for one whoo Wow! Talk about the magic the light, wand.
1: The magic I
2: didn't wand. Know. Oh yeah, get the one without the cord. So then that way you can take it to any room. You know, okay. Good. having that awkward like re-plug in type thing. Yeah, that can just slow the momentum.
1: Mm-hmm. Does you're... it look like this the magic wand, but like longer? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. So the end is like
2: this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when this kept going in my face, I was like, I don't know. You're I don't having know.
1: flashbacks.
2: No, I don't want it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not up here. Not up here. <laughs> Not the mouse. Not the mouse. Uh, ashwagandha. 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 Uh,
0: phenomenal herb but by stimulating holes. the front
2: the clitoris hood yeah. and then doing anal from behind women have had way better times with doing anal that aren't normally very well uh, liking it you know hmm. and every scum i think you
1: just hair. added to your list of like you're like performer fitness trainer and sexpert like, no I feel way. like that just happened. Why would you podcast. say
0: that to him? Look at his no. smirk. He's happy. I'm not happy.
2: <laughs> First of all, that's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I
0: didn't happy. mean to. First of all, that is not mean, making me happy. I
1: didn't mean to. know that the ego.
2: True spiritual person knows the moment you label them yeah. is the moment they lose it.
1: Oh, isn't God. Right? a yogi isn't a. He yeah. can't lose it. Yeah, a self proclaimed yogi.
2: Yeah. And that's just some bullshit. So I'll never be a guru, no shaman, no sex expert No, I just have had a lot of experiences. Mm. Through those experiences, I know what I like and what I don't like. I'm like, pretty
1: sure expert you know and experiences like. have the same root and therefore, <laughs> sexpert is not very far off. Just saying. Okay, okay. okay. We're dropping it. Sexpert is not a thing. Not, not a guru, a not a thing. Yeah, but it is true that, you know, they say a self-proclaimed yogi is not a yogi at all. So Yeah. So why do you live So like, why proclaim yourself as a sexpert?
2: Then you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah for
1: sure for sure okay another thing that i learned which was really helpful um, for women, female bodied who are constipated mm. there's this woman who i follow on instagram and she talked about have you're constipated you can put your finger up your butthole and press towards your vagina wait no no opposite opposite put your thumb in your vagina and press back towards your butthole and then it helps
0: free up the constipated nugget you know, this is fun because it could just guide us into some fun asshole things that people experience outside of sex since this immediately turned into a sex podcast, which is fine. I have no problem talking about sex. Yeah. Um, but some women get shooting pains up their butthole. Have you ever felt that? I did a yeah. lot during pregnancy. Yeah, I can imagine. Pregnancy. Yeah. yeah, because in a female body, it's a bladder, then a uterus, and then the colon. So if you're uterus is doing something fun it could press on that area and There's stimulation to uh, yeah it's it's it can be a lot and that shooting pain up is dramatic clearly i felt it before as well it'll bring you to your knees yeah it, it's ridiculous and it can definitely happen on your period i've never been pregnant but of course it can happen when you're pregnant as well because everything's in flame everything's yeah, just is expanding yeah just yeah. expanding it's pressure it's close and, you know, people can have all different poops based on their period because truly everything is so connected. It's all down there. Wow. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So, now we know.
0: You could also get shooting pains up your butt if the ligaments in your pelvis are off. Because for females, your uterus is hovering. It's literally floating in your pelvic bowl. And it's floating in there by different ligaments. So, different things that move your organs around can change where that uterus is sitting. And press on your sweet little batonia. Lead to shooting pain. How how would you avoid that? How would you avoid that happening? How do you, would you have to like go to an actual pelvic floor therapist? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Just to balance out all those muscles because there's so many muscles that are impacting how you pee and poop. And then the ligaments are just, can also get tight, need to be released just like ligaments and anywhere else in the body.
1: Wow, yeah, when you worked on me after giving birth, you were like telling me like, your uterus settled like over to the left on this side of the body. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so crazy to think of that. Like all of my organs moved around and now they're like finding their way back into their place. It is just the weirdest shit.
0: And think about how big a uterus gets because it's, it's probably like this big a baseline, honestly. It's pretty small.
2: Cool. We, we can't see your hands.
0: This big. Okay,
2: now I have an
1: idea. I did yeah. a womb meditation with someone before and she made me send my prayers through this.
0: Beautiful. The womb. The womb. <laughs> I love having a womb.
1: I never thought I would do womb work until I created a human and then pushed it out of my womb. And then I was like, oh, I get it. Now I understand all the womb circle things. <laughs> yeah.
0: That shit is powerful. It is quite powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And even circling back around, I think that women are more sensitive. And I think that it's because of the way that our brains are. Kind of developed also. Women are usually more right brained, so we can kind of see the big picture and feel more and be more go with the flow. Whereas, you know, traditionally masculine energy is more finite, more closed, more just checking off boxes kind of a thing. Whereas women can truly be open to all the experiences. And women can have so many different types of orgasms. And I'm not a man, so I don't know what an orgasm feels like for you, but orgasms can be so different based on what is stimulated you can have a clitoral orgasm you can have a g-spot orgasm you can have a cervical orgasm and your cervix is actually innervated by your vagus nerve so for some people that have pelvic pain or who have interesting things that come up with sex it can be because their nervous system is in a more sympathetic state so the vagus nerve is off so it just tenses everything up down there and also the vagina has its own kind of nervous system going to it too so it will literally close itself down to certain partners it'll be like no if your mind wants it but your vagina doesn't and if your womb's like fuck no it will not allow it to happen
2: guys have that same thing with their penis
0: do they yeah oh yeah just doesn't do they? It. you're like
1: it's not coming up well there's a problem yeah wait wow. I want to touch on something please the cervix yeah I'll, let's talk about how so many women are being forced to get colposcopies. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so the cervix is connected to the vagus nerve. Like what does that do to the vagus nerve? Like when you get that little clip that is the most painful thing
0: ever. So for people who don't know what that is, essentially women get pap smears and pap smears are when you get opened up like a little car, you get pulled a speculum in there, it opens up and then you look at your cervix, which looks like a little beautiful cute little donut and it should be nice and happy. But the cervix is kind of the boundary of the outside world to the internal world for a woman. Did you have something to say on the cervix before Just I continue?
2: Thinking, how is it happy if you're putting this machine in and tearing it
0: apart? Well, no, it doesn't hit the cervix. Uh, it goes into the vaginal like, vault and opens it. Vault. The vault. It's like a vault. the vault. And then the cervix is at the end of it. That's why it can't keep going, right? It would literally hit a cervix. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as that goes, what can happen is if someone looks at your cervix, and I've seen many cervixes, they're quite cute, um, If it's inflamed or if it looks like there's some type of cellular change, that could be the beginning of an HPV infection, which anyone that has touched another human is exposed to HPV. But there are certain types that can lead more likely to cervical cancer just because they're more virulent. They're more active in the body. HPV can create warts, right? I think everyone knows this and really that's what can happen on the cervix. You get warts and if those warts continue to grow, we call it cancer so when people look inside of the womb and if they see anything off first they'll do a test and they'll see if there's any cellular changes where they put vinegar on it truly that's it they just put some vinegar on your cervix it changes colors they're like uh oh we got to take a look at this deeper and they will take a sample of it and look at it under a microscope and taking that sample for some individuals i've never had this done but I can imagine just for how invasive a pap smear feels which I'm a big fan of that I think that even though it's uncomfortable it's needed because I'm a big fan of preventative medicine um however I can imagine that a colposcopy is not only um, and it's not just the colposcopy is the leap the leap is the procedure to take the sample and to look at it under a microscope Colposcopy is like the lesser sample and then mm-hmm. the leap is like full-on surgical yeah yeah and if they find any changes on that then they will, you know counsel you on what to do and a lot of the times the gynecologist will say yep we got to cut this out or you know let's take out your whole fucking womb it's from a viral infection so i find that a lot of people can get all types of infections and fun truth bomb for you all is that most people that are B nine deficient folate deficient are more likely to get things like an hpv infection so that's one of the best treatments it's just mega dosing yourself with vitamins so that your immune system can clear the infection but no one tells you that, right? Um, however, from a nervous system perspective, it's it's so invasive, it's so deep, but also it's hitting that parasympathetic nervous system. That's what the vagus is. And it could definitely lead to a lot of sexual trauma and also just emotional trauma, PTSD, that type of a thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because
1: when I got a colposcopy once, I, maybe it's not related, but I, I, it could have been that I didn't know how painful it was going to be, but I almost fainted. It's- and I was about to go into the, I was about to drive back. It was when I worked in the lab. And I couldn't drive my car. Yeah. Do you think that's Vegas Nerf related or it was just like way more painful than I thought it was going to be? False. Yeah, because I was like literally dizzy and ill and I was like, oh my God, because they're like, yeah, it's just a quick procedure. And then I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I can't drive my car. I know. Ugh. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. And another thing, tons of female bodied humans go through and no one's talking about it. And no one's talking about it. Yeah. Leave it to me. I'll just talk about it. Let's talk. Let's cover it all. You know, fissures, colposcopies.
0: We need to. That's what let's this podcast is for mm-hmm mm-hmm and also just like that dysfunction in the parasympathetic and sympathetic that shows up in sex because even how you're saying you know certain partners just it's not going to happen if you can't drop into a parasympathetic nervous system and feel calm and safe around someone a man can't get hard they can't get an erection so you actually get an erection and for women the same thing is happening in female bodies you know the blood is rushing down there it should change sizes like it really should because you should get a lot of blood flowing down there and what will happen is that if you can't get in the parasympathetic Sympathetic nervous system you're not you're gonna have a very difficult time reaching orgasm because you need that parasympathetic input to get all the blood to fuel everything to drop you in and then it's a sympathetic output so it's very different and you'll probably feel that when you're getting closer to it you'll get sweaty your heart will start to beat harder and that's truly where your nervous system flip-flopped but so many people that I work with they don't have a regulated nervous system and it shows up in sex and then they come to see me and they're like can you give me testosterone I'm like it's not your testosterone They they need yoga. Uh, They need
2: yoga. I mean, a lot of the biggest stuff when we're talking about, uh, what's the book that you're reading
1: right now? The uh, The Tantric Orgasm for for Women. women.
2: Uh, When we talk about trust and communication, I mean, that's the number one thing in every relationship that is the most important, especially when it comes to playing. I use the word play as like sex. Mm -hmm. Passion is like there has to be communication and trust. Otherwise, like obviously neither partner is going to find, I mean, unfortunate guys are just so used to watching porn or like masturbating really fast. So it's just like, uh, done. Like, Mm -hmm. so their, their end is very easy because they've just been programmed to this easy sense of like, touch this, this happens, boom, you know, and that's what leads to a lot of these guys with premature ejaculation or all sorts of stage fright, all sorts of different things. And then with women, you know, it's it's that lack of communication that you're saying right now that is making them shut down. And so like in a lot of these books, these sex books, or like as we start talking about Tantra, which Tantra is a stupid word because Tantra is really deeper teachings of spirituality. It's not sex. Mm -hmm. And we've been misconstrued of what Tantra really is, where it's really about compassion and wisdom coming together to lead to enlightenment versus like what these people think red tantra of like these sex dungeons and people just having multiple orgasms or like when I was talking about the full body orgasm like that's just that's a, a teaching to help us get further along to hopefully maybe one day not need a partner and to have those type of euphoric experiences uh on one's own. But communication is the most important thing because that's what leads to somebody going, oh wait, you don't like me licking your taint and you're like Ah-huh you know, doing that little move because it's like, I mean, sex or coming together with somebody is about trusting them. And without that trust, how can there be any fun? It's like going to the playground and you don't trust somebody you're playing with and all of a sudden you trip and fall and then, you know, they, you all that fear just gets reprogrammed, and it's just
1: retraumatized. You can't, you can't mm-hmm. play with
2: that person, and yeah, why would you want to anymore? Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like you know, it's sad that they're coming to you for help versus like the partner and them sitting down and going like, "Hey, I don't like this, but you keep doing this because you think my clit's a fucking DJ, and it worked on some girl way down the line when you were really drunk or something. You're fucking scratching that thing like a DJ pad, like there's a DJ pad over there that the producer has." Um, <sighs> But i don't like that and but they have this fear of communication or like the same thing with the guy like you know they're doing something you're like oh that's really not doing it for me but mm-hmm. i'm just gonna let them keep going they think they're doing a great job but you know like you're saying earlier coaching them teaching them because you know you're, everybody can use coaching on your body because yeah. your body's mm-hmm. different right like yeah. my body's different than andy's body your body's different than nikki's or ashley's body and so um in any relationship that aspect of learning and teaching has to be open because we're all learning on each other's bodies Mm -hmm. and be open with it uh and that can help us to get to this change of our sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system during these moments or it's about honest communication like okay this is not my person Mm -hmm. what the fuck am i doing with this person because Mm -hmm. this is just not okay
1: yeah i will like literally just was eating all of that up because I think a lot of that perfectly and metaphorically compares to the experience of um, being a yoga teacher and having students mm. because I think there's not enough communication between teacher and student mm. and there's this hierarchical role of like this is how we do things this is how we're going to practice this is how you do your bandhas this is how you breathe rather than what feels good for your body what mm. do what feels good for you let's talk about your injury like there isn't i think as often as there should be this back and forth of communication which allows for your students to de-layer for like them to address and look at their own trauma and maybe even set it down maybe even heal from it but if there's just like one person leading the show and not a back and forth communication i think there's a lot of Mm re-traumatizing and there's a lot of people fainting in breath work (laughs) or doing breath work that they shouldn't be doing or even they say a banda practice is an advanced practice Mm -hmm. and like you really shouldn't be leading it unless every everyone in there you know your students you know where they're at in their health and so like beautiful point when it comes to sexual communication but I also think that goes for the teacher student role in yoga since we're talking buttholes yeah. and bondas.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and with with the yoga aspect of being a teacher it gets even harder because in America it's a 30 person class a 15 person class where originally the lineage was like one on one on one so it's like so one, we get a lot of young, new teachers that are doing YTTs and they're going to teach this, you know, class to a bunch of people. And so it's hard on them. They're already nervous. They're standing in front of a group of 30 people. And then, you know, these people start coming up to them asking them things. and So that one-on-one thing is hard. And then two, it's just like we've kind of gotten away from what the tradition really was. And it's hard for us to pull back to it because ideally in America, yoga was only asana. I mean, let's get really to it. It's not like when people like no judgments but like I've gone back to taking classes recently which has been awesome you know I'm letting go of like my own judgments of people of where they're at with teaching and stuff and I'm just always doing the class and I'm really working on not trying to be like what the fuck am I doing in this room I should be doing the stuff that I need instead of doing the stuff that this teacher thinks I need which is totally okay because I mean that's what the teacher is doing is sharing from their experience of what's helped them in their practice um where was I going with this or some Thing that i was just about to get to and uh oh but uh no judgment but the teacher is like yeah and i haven't been doing yo uh, my yoga lately and in my head i'm like you mean asana because like mm-hmm. ultimately the real practice of the yamas the niyamas is how you treat yourself how you treat people the practice the daily practice it's like you know doing your meditation we were talking about how you know remy's changed some things in your life but you're still bringing that practice in in different ways like our practice will change but asana is what we think yoga is in america when that's really only a step to get a sitting to be able to sit in stillness because ultimately you know like what's the hardest part you tell somebody to go to a yin class that's been doing yoga forever, and they're like, What the fuck? When's the next? When's
1: the Chaturanga, next- please. Chaturanga, please. When's the
2: next posture? When's the next posture? Their fucking mind's like, What the fuck? You know, or you'll have somebody in your class. Literally thinking, tapping. Yeah, tapping. Yeah. Or like going to the music, and you just want to go over there and step on their fucking hand and be like, Sit in it, bro. Sit.
1: No, it. I, that's how I know if I'm in a good place or bad place. Because if I'm in a good place, I feel compassion for them. And if I'm in a bad place, I want to step on this their This is why hand.
2: I don't teach yoga. I have no passion for anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm not a yoga teacher. You know, I'm still working on myself. I just want to step on their fucking (laughs) hands. Hey, does that hurt more now? Think about that. (laughs) John has compassion fatigue from only using it in
1: the bedroom.
0: Oh,
2: well, I love that passion for sure. Definitely. I save it at least one place, not driving or not teaching. So at least you're honest, but, uh, you know, just like getting back to the teachings, even for myself, it's hard to have a one-on-one in, in classes and stuff and to make that connection just because it's changed so much. You being Nikki, Ooh, the guru of this session you know people open up to you and you have to sit with them you do you do a very good job at sitting with people and caring for people and that's what i love about you is that you do take on that role where i don't think a lot of from what i've seen in my life a lot of teachers don't really instead of listening to the person and helping them they just put on to their views you know they're just like oh your heart chakra is closed so you should like go get some amethyst and put some essential oil on it mm-hmm. light some stage and like let's think about your heart and we'll do some twists let's do some twists and open <laughs> up your chest and i'm like no fucking therapy therapy <laughs> like let's see where this shit's coming from like let's actually dig into what the heart is actually feeling why does it feel that way oh well i just had my heart broken okay well what happened well there was lack of communication okay so we're 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 feeling our heart is hurting somebody just left us there was no good communication so that's creating more trauma okay cool that's where this shit's coming from not like you know um so anyways i think you do a very good job and that's why i love you and that's why you're the only I can't say that. Now I'm you not... go to other
1: teachers. Huh? Now you go to other teachers. But I'm proud of you. Yeah. Other teachers.
2: Well, yeah, Well, that's my own little thing that I'm working on, so that doesn't even matter. But uh, I just think that yoga in America has just changed so much, and it's hard to get back to the root of it. And I wish we could, but it's just, just like evolution and life is changing with technology you know like we got to flow with it or else we're just going to be stuck behind you know and that's like while we're sitting here today doing a podcast and making fun of life and love uh which is awesome
1: (laughs) but we're bringing it back to some of the traditions by bringing up bundas and like you know like it'll evolve and then it's also important for us as teachers to bring it back and to honor and acknowledge what once was and thread it through Best, as best as we can, especially if no one else is doing it. Ugh. I can't believe we're like ending this sentimental.
0: No, it's beautiful. As we showed you guys close to great. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's my favorite thing about both of you too, is that you are still humans, but you guide so well and you have your feet in both worlds because it's one of my least favorite things to think that someone is looking down On me while they're trying to guide a class because they think that they're more spiritually evolved or whatever and you're both well aware as am i that we're all fucking humans just trying to do the best we can we're learning on a daily basis we're going to continue to mess up and that's also something that you're both very humble and you will always admit when you learn something that completely changed what you were previously perceiving and you're both phenomenal communicators as well and not many people are not many people would bring up to their partner that something was up would bring up to a friend that something was up would Even be able to share some of the things that people share in your classes, even though you're not a yoga teacher But people would not they just don't feel comfortable doing that And then I will connect this to sex before we before we actually close it off, I'm but listening. yeah, I'm listening so the throat Gagging is directly connected when, to the cervix. Yeah,
2: do you remember when we talked about that? And we, were, I was talking about putting fingers down mouth, and we were talking about choking. Oh, yeah, like how that's like yes. beautiful and Gag like balls. great, great sensation. You're like, that's gross. I would never have a guy's hands in my mouth. You
0: remember that? And well, then you did a whole pro hand down my mouth. On gaggy. Exactly. I was like. Yes! John, can you imitate, though, what you said that you did for my viewers so that they know why whoa, whoa, it scared whoa. me?
2: Perfect place, like, timeout. out. Okay. Right? You can't just shove your, like, I'm not like some fucking guy that's just going to be like, open oh, your mouth, girl.
0: That's what you <laughs> did, though. No,
2: it's not.
1: It scared it's, me. No. That's, that's, that's.
2: <laughs> what i just you, like, about
1: putting my surf leash in my mouth while yeah. I paddled
2: out. You were, you were, you went to what your trauma has created in your life. But me and Nikki were, like, thinking about, like, <laughs> the soft, like, grab. And you're, like, in this moment of passion and the like nibbling on your nipples. Cool. All of a sudden, it's just like a smooth stroke across the lips. Hey, we're not ending it sentimental. <laughs> we're not ending <laughs> in we're not, in we're not, sentimental. We're it sentimental. All of a sudden, there's like a, a little finger in the mouth, and you see they kind of like it, and you go a little deeper, and then all of a sudden they start sucking on and swirling their tongue around, and you're like, oh, you've you've been really good at like cake batter. You know remember when you like would do cake? You
0: watched that meme today. <laughs> yes, I you saw, I I saw like, it on Instagram
2: too. Okay, I was like, that makes total sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. And the moment you know they like it, then you're gonna dive deeper into it. Like this is what being an empath
1: means. Look at okay. that. Okay. <laughs> That this expert has spoken
0: back to, back to the back to the throat and oh. cervix situation. Thank you so oh. much, Doctor. Nikki, for your assistance oh, yeah, today. Yeah. So <laughs> energetically, the throat is related to the cervix, so that is why doing something like that or having something far back in your throat can help open up the pelvic floor and help someone get to feeling safe in a sexual space because it's activating the vagus nerve but it's also calming down the sweet little cervix and the cervix can move the uterus moves, so that can be why sometimes you feel deeper than others and it's truly because those organs move and they are so deeply neurologically connected so you know we are both we're not both we are all very open humans which is why we're talking about these things and I really hope that some of the viewers and listeners that are not very open did learn some stuff from this and also have questions that they want to bring up to their partner about things that they like and don't like or that you know might consider seeing a pelvic floor therapist or you might just open your mind to getting choked out by John Beck uh, or I mean, any of do these do things some Jesus Christ Yeah.
1: Do some... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a... or maybe do some bundles. <laughs> put an amethyst on your throat
0: uh, hold it in place with a banda <laughs> and
2: I use a tennis so, ball it'll clear out your
0: communication tennis, tennis balls, balls work,
1: tennis balls work amethyst, tennis great ball.
0: Yes, communication is key, and I always end these fantastic discussions with a knowledge bomb, truth bomb, love bomb from your hearts out into the universe. It can truly be for someone that you know, something that you want to share, something that you're passionate about, for yourself. It doesn't matter for me. I already said the one that I said I was going to say.
2: So Did you? Yeah, you guys don't remember? I was like, yeah, truth bomb. Oh. I was gifted with herpes and that has made me a better communicator, you know, and it leads to a lot of honesty. Mm-hmm. If you communicate it, the problem yes. behind this fear of it is that, you know, that somebody's not gonna love you. That was like my biggest fear when this happened to me is like, you know, somebody I trusted and this just kinda happened in my life and you know, it led to me not thinking that I'd be loved anymore by like somebody who doesn't have it, or like this like whole fear behind this whole aspect of the word herpes because i remember my dad i hope my dad doesn't see this and i didn't write him out but my dad had this i remember being in fifth grade and i came home from sex education and they like show you that gnarly fucking video mm-hmm. and they show you like the worst of the worst of it not like the little red dot that you kind of get or some of this little thing there's like the dick is mutated and it's like fucking <laughs> it, it's falling off and you see it's like you read through the ligament you're like oh my god and i remember i went home and my dad's like yeah i have herpes so i was like oh ah! oh my god my dad's penis is falling off and i'm just like freaking out they never want that and so like all of that trauma leading to like my own experience why is that funny is that, it's sick nikki how are you laughing where's the compassion um but uh you know the the thing behind it is that we have to realize that anything that happens to us, it's through communication and honesty is how we're going to grow and how we develop deeper relationships with people. And I've been very fortunate that, you know, in the partners that I've had after developing this beautiful thing called herpes,
0: <laughs>
2: oh, so disgusting,
0: just a virus, don't watch,
2: don't watch the fifth grade video. Like it's just horrible. <laughs> my that children should, will uh, watch that doesn't really happen. Um, is that. As you realize that you need to communicate, that's like what it comes down to is like, there was a lack of communication and there was a lack of something that somehow this has now happened to me. And I now have to do the due diligence of communicating that one, one, I'm healthy. I'm taking measures like Vaisacvir and stuff like medications that I don't wanna be taking, but I still take to keep other people safe. Like I have to communicate that I'm doing the right thing. And the other thing to communicate is you have to tell everybody that you have it. Like I'm telling the, hopefully you only have like five followers. I'm really hoping. There's only five. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So like, you know, but you have to communicate that right away. And like, I've been lucky to be able to coach some friends through having it and them like telling partners, but like a friend of mine was like, yeah, I kind of tell them like right before we're about to have sex. I'm like, no, like you can't be. In that moment, like all of a sudden, the girl's like infatuated with you. Her cervix is now opened up because you put a couple fingers down her throat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's like milky, wet, and ready. And then you're like, oh, wait, time out. One quick. I have herpes. Okay. Thank you. And then you dive right back in. Like, and then they're like, in their head, they're like, wait, what? Uh, I really like this moment. It's really great. Oh my God. I don't care. But they, they didn't, you didn't give them the rational moment to be like, hey, yeah, this is what's going on this has happened to me. Somebody didn't communicate to this to me. Like I would have liked to communicate it communicated to me. I need to let you know that this is going on. You are safe. I will keep you safe, but this is something that I have, you know, and I'm going to do the best that I can to keep you safe. Um, and, and that's just like what it's taught me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's hopefully like what in San Diego, one in two people fucking have it. But, you know, in the rest of the world, it's like one in like five. Wow.
0: Know? San Diego. Good job.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People don't talk. <laughs> that's no! the problem. The, yeah. the problem is that one alcohol, you know, you get drunk and you're like, fuck it, you know, two drugs and alcohol you won't feel sensations of the things coming up or even if it could bring it up because it is a virus and when you when are you weaker Mm -hmm. right when is your immunity weaker well when you're taking drugs or alcohol and we have a huge party population Mm -hmm. you know and then due to that like in the moment your own insecurity can come up and not want to be honest and you might you know those people that have one night stands i've never had a one night stand so that's where i feel very lucky um but those people that do that can just do that and then walk away and then have no no feeling behind it because somebody did it to them and that's where we have to break the stigma of it you Mm -hmm. know and so anyways that's my share
0: Thank you. No worries. Yes. And thank you for sharing that. And again, one of my favorite things about you is that you'll talk about anything and be open because I didn't know it was one and two, but I do know that it's quite common and something that I see and on I a daily... I've one
2: and three, but I think since COVID, it's, it probably it's went like up. a one and two. Actually,
0: people had way less sex during COVID. It, it was just an illusion that people were, but they were not. Um, but it is very common and something that I see all the time in my practice. And I do think that we have to remove the stigma from sex, from everything that we're talking about, because we're all doing it or you want to be doing it if you're not. So... Thank you for sharing that and being open because you that's one of your gifts to this world. I'm open with
2: butt
1: and all.
0: Asshole and all. All right, my queen. Wow.
1: My truth bomb is definitely related, which is that regardless of um your role or relationship to whomever you're speaking with, I think telling the truth is the most important thing and I see it a lot with my students in yoga um, that they'll be shocked that I get up I don't know on a podcast and talk about anal fissures or in front (laughs) of a room and today um, in front of my class I talked about how I lost my temper with my husband and I think uh, we all could use a little more vulnerability we all wear a lot of masks and pretend like we have it together i think instagram is a whole new platform to do that like an extra layer of a mask to wear but i think there's a lot of potency and power in telling it like it is and sharing your learning experience as it unfolds and i think that's where the real teaching lies and i think we could all be a little more vulnerable and and open with one with one another so that's that's my truth bomb
0: love it yeah love it
1: what's your
2: truth bomb?
0: We were just sharing them all class. I don't typically do one at the end of this, but I'll do a truth bomb. So I'll do a truth bomb related to herpes since it's on the topic. If you have herpes, know that it is a viral infection. Know that there are so many beautiful herbs out there that can help support that because herbs are wise and they've. we evolved with herbs so our bodies do very well with them so I would say that if you feel like this is something that is going to impact the rest of your life it only is if you allow it to if you take care of yourself and if you support your immune system it's really just like any other virus any virus that we've ever been exposed to like the common cold or fucking COVID or whatever it is that you want to talk about it stays within our body and it's just up to our immune system to keep it at bay so that we're not having symptoms so as a reminder your body is perfect as a reminder you can heal from anything and as a reminder herbs are are the best
2: and somebody will love you
0: and of course yeah. we love you love people you. will love you
2: i know i love myself i was just saying that to them
0: yeah to the people will love you people will love you
2: that don't believe in it but know? do you love
0: yourself right yeah that's it
2: Fuck yeah look that's it i love oh my god
0: and then with really?
1: that, <laughs> the
2: positive, negative, pull. Positive, positive <laughs> negative. That's what I was going to go with. Positive, negative.
1: These like. nipples negative. cut ice right now. Ashwini. 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 Okay. Wow. Oh. This has been great.
0: This has been phenomenal. I can't imagine having this conversation with anyone else. We didn't plan any of this. So this is. Highly entertaining. I hope that we have inspired you, offended you, and turned you on. Any of those three things are perfect. Um, if you are not subscribed to this podcast, you need to because this is just the beginning. And apparently, it's a sex podcast now, so that's phenomenal. You need to follow both of these incredible individuals just to see what they're up to all the time. And like, should I call out Reunify Yoga? your Favorite yoga studio is an Ocean Beach Unify Yoga. We all teach there. We won't be talking about any of this stuff in class, but we always uh, keep I'm it real. Bondas. We'll shit. talk about Bondas. About Bondas and yeah. John talks about his butthole all the time. Yeah, so it's fine. I don't talk about
1: my butt. We're probably going to talk about it all. Yes, we will.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.